welcome to Wick TV. So today soon and I'm going to talk about the don't let this your story going. Enjoy. Hello, welcome to Wick TV. So today soon and let me try. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Awake TV. So today soon and I'm going to talk about Don't Let the Story Keep on Going. This is the title. Yeah. Right. So we're going to talk about this. Um, since we just finished our Lion's Gate and everybody is expecting the new beginning or the new chapter of your life, we thought this is a great conversation to talk about your history, your story, whatever that is. And then uh, we'll share our insight and the tips on how you can do that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, Sue and I, we do both hypnosis and regression and stuff. So we understand how brain works. So when you keep on repeating your story, you know, keep on telling about your story of your life, especially which is not a fun and amazing life, let's say, you are kind of hypnotizing yourself and then programming yourself into your brain to keep on that stuff going, even though you don't yeah. want this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like uh, the old world spells, you know, like uh, magicians or witches uh, casting a spell when you keep repeating over and over again, the uh, events or, how things seem to happen to me this way all the time. And usually it's in the negative. Um, because really our, our words, our behaviors, our beliefs, their energy, you know, it's what we, our consciousness and consciousness is energy. And so if we continue to keep repeating the same mantra or the same dialogue and same story, what we're really doing is we're hanging on to that energy and in fact, a lot of times it's not what we want to see in our lives. So we're not creating anything new. We're staying in a stuck density, believing that that's a chance or occurrence or there's nothing we can do about it. And so this is why we're talking about it today, because we can do everything about it. As a matter of fact, we're the only ones that can change our, our reality. Um, and I think it's really important to talk about letting go of our history because um, unless you want it to keep repeating mm -hmm. and, yeah. uh, you know, I used to do it. Uh, I'm going to be real. I'm going to be real about it. You know, I used to be one of those people that, so there's a difference between getting a story out in the air with somebody that you trust or even to yourself or to a therapist or to a quantum healer like us getting your story out in the air and so you've heard it come from your own lips and you can in some ways um do some introspection about it or or have some realizations once you hear the story out in the air i'm not saying you should not talk about your story but what we're saying is um, the continuing repeating of it and and speaking of it in such a way like this always happens to me or here we go again or uh, I'm never going to find uh, my soulmate. Those 
energies and that constant repeating of that, that's your mantra, that's your magic, that's your creationship. <laughs> really, do we want to keep creating certain things over and over again? And some people call that whining and complaining. It's not, okay? But what it is, is it's keeping you stuck. Yeah. And then, you know, you really want to think about yourself, what kind of role you're playing, right? Um, are you playing the victim role? Someone yeah. who's going to keep on going through the challenge and keep on defeating, for example, right? And yep. if you don't like this role, and you want to change your role to something closer to what you want, then, you know, um, it's very important to first tell yourself, I'm not a victim. So I'm not no longer acting like the one. Then you can start thinking about how can you not act like a victim, right? Usually opposite from what you're doing or when some people treat you like a shit, you just voice it. You're not expecting the other person to change, but you're just going to tell them, oh, that's so mean. Like the other day, I got a, uh, I was having a, a Facebook chat um, with a possible client. And then the person called me a scammer after I provided the honest, authentic information. So I had a choice of one, I could quit the conversation from right there because she's an asshole, or I could say, hey, I'm just providing you the information and then you're being rude. Yeah. You know? So I was standing up my, for myself. So I'm just using this as an example, right? Yeah. So when you're seeing yourself not the victim, you don't let anybody step all over you, then you have a choice to say something. Mm -hmm. You know, and that makes you um makes you feel like you're changing. And also by you taking an action universe other people recognizing okay uh, this person i cannot treat this person as a victim right so you can do something similar like i'm doing you know like when somebody treating you not the way you want it to be treated you can say something nicely right and um, while setting the boundary which yeah. is what i think you did you you let her know you know uh, yeah. I'm just the messenger here. You know, I didn't create the law that created this situation. I'm just telling you what it is. Yeah. Like, you know, like I'm just using the example for that, but you know, when you find yourself, let's say you're always being cheated or something in the relationship and then this repeating pattern is keep on repeating in your life then you really need to ask yourself, do you really like this story keep on going? Oh, geez. That reminds me. I was, I was on Facebook the other day uh -huh. and, um, you know, just checking in on my friends and everything. And somebody wrote a really nice post about how uh, there's, there's really good men out there. You know, it was a bunch of women talking and um, I happen to be married to a really great guy. So, uh, you know, I appreciated seeing that because usually what you see is how awful men are and how they're always going to screw you over this, that, and the other <laughs> thing. 
the interesting part of it and the reason I'm telling the story is because um, I quick responded with a confirmation you know I was like yeah you're right uh, there are a lot of good guys out there and you know unfortunately people tend to let their history um, uh, keep them from meeting them because they believe that all guys are assholes mm-hmm. and, you know, but you wouldn't believe the amount of responses of people trying to convince the author of the post that what she said is not true. No, there are no good guys out there. And I'm like, seriously, how old are we right now? You, you, the world is just not that black and white. I mean, you, you're going to have uh, opposite ends of the spectrum of mm-hmm. people, and then you're going to have everything in between. But to just blanket statement of Oh, all men are assholes. Okay, so if that's your history and you've been meeting Mr. Wrong your whole life, okay, that's when you need to take a step and go, okay, what is it about me that's keeping me from meeting Mr. Right? Okay, Mm -hmm. and that's just it. It's personal responsibility. It's personal power. And, and that's the answer. And it's the same thing if it has to do with like in your business, if people are constantly taking advantage of you, or if in your family dynamic, you're the one that everybody runs roughshod over and, and mistreats you. All of it comes back to the history and how do you feel about yourself? And I promise you that if you are the kind of person that is self-loving and self-respecting and you set appropriate boundaries, yes, be nice. Yes, be helpful. Yes, be all these things. Don't be people's doormats and their rugs that they wipe their feet on because that's why you're meeting these assholes because they see that on your forehead. They see you coming a mile away and they go, oh, uh-huh. she's for me she's gonna take care of me she's gonna do all these things for me and and I don't have to do shit in the relationship let me tell you people who are usurious they can see us oh g- yeah giving people coming a mile away and they will mm-hmm. walk right the heck over us and then turn around and walk over us again on the way out the door so we kind-hearted loving people need to love ourselves and drop the history because just because it's happened for x amount of years with x amount of people or situations doesn't mean it has to continue not just interpersonal relationships but also with you know whether you feel you're lucky or not um you know, every car I ever bought was a, was a lemon and I always had to put too much money into it and blah, 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 blah. Well, if that's your belief and you're going by your history and you, you use that energy moving forward, guess what? Your next car is going to be another lemon because you have this belief and you have this, you know, instead of going, okay, you know what? I had some trouble buying cars in the past, but I'm going to really do my research this time. And I'm going to really take it out on a test drive, whichever car I'm interested in. And this time I'm going to take it to my mechanic before I buy it, because I'm going to make sure that this is in good, you know, good straights or somebody, you know, who knows cars, whatever you take a car and you have them look it over for you. My mechanics always did it for free. And let me tell you, they weren't like, they were really, really awesome mechanics, but they got to know me over the years. And so it's like, anytime I was getting a car, they'd be like, bring it over. We'll look at, look at it for you. I didn't, I never buy lemons. You know, the first car I had was a certain lemon, but whatever, that's history. And I let go of it. And 
I took steps in the, in the direction of I'm going to make better choices. Right. But that's personal, that's personal responsibility. Yeah. So like, you know, um, in a movie script, you can, there's always a character, right? So you can look at yourself very like subjectively, what kind of character I have been playing. Yeah, you know, that's What good point. kind of storyline as your life? Is this a tragedy? Is this a drama? You know, is this a suspense or horror? And you can kind of title it. They come up with the title of your life so far and see if you like it. If you don't like it, you can change it, right? Mm -hmm. how, how, what kind of character do you really want to play? Not because universe or circumstances made you play this role you didn't even like. So you can make a decision of not to play anymore. I love it. I, I love that. You write your own story because, you know, just because you were cast in the early part of your life into a certain role, I mean, that was out of our control, right? We were all put into some kind of role as children. Doesn't mean that we have to keep going, keep that script going, you know, like rewrite the damn show. Yeah, like, especially, you know, after you become old enough, you are no longer under your parents' care. You know, after 18. Yeah, and you can't blame them forever, right? You can start writing your story. Like, what kind of character do you want to play? Is this yeah. a romantic comedy? You know? <laughs> you're going through, like, a not the great love life. Or maybe you're yeah. doing Indiana Jones where you want some adventure in life, you know? So you're not conforming to what everybody else is doing at this point in your life. You're going to do it all different differently yeah, so you can decide how you want to play it and then start thinking okay this is the new character so how would i behave instead of old me what kind yeah. of uh, stuff i would say or how am i going to interact with people or blah 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 i'm not saying you have to change overnight you know little by little baby steps yeah and we can be our own heroes i think um you know for me personally, for reasons I won't get into, but you know, I, I, I love my mother dearly. Uh, she's passed on. Um, she wasn't the mother I, you know, most people would hope for. Right. And there's reasons for that. But like I said, I'm not getting into that. But um, one thing I realized as I was doing my own healing in my life is that I had to become the mother that I always wanted to myself. I had to become that person that I, we ended on great terms. We had our last five years together before she passed were outstanding. We, we had real massive shifts in our relationship and, you know, forgiveness, unity, the whole nine yards. Um, so it wasn't a grudge. It wasn't a, oh, poor me, but it was like, okay, you know what? I didn't have these things growing up and the, the kind of relationship I wanted, but so now I got to give that to myself. And I did that and I keep doing that. And so, you know, we can be the hero of our own story without waiting for someone to come in and save us. We can save ourselves. Yeah. You mentioned um, earlier about uh, our, is your life a drama? I wanted to touch on that real quick because <laughs> I really think some people are 
like addicted to drama you know they grew up with it that's all they know their family is every kind of crazy everybody they know is a little crazy that's fine I'm crazy too but you know like nowadays I just kind of um I parse parcel out my crazy uh in fun ways rather than real crazy you know what I mean so it's we can be addicted to our history because it's all we've ever ever known but then maybe what we can do is start opening up to ideas of what could it be if I if I let go of drama if I let go of pain and suffering or conflict I mean I'm telling you when I was a kid it was very different than how my life is now there's almost no conflict in my life really and that's on and that's on purpose though you know, because I just don't allow it. I don't let people into my life that are going to cause, you know, drama and crazy anymore. It's like, I, I, no, I just don't have time for that. That's a personal choice, you know? So if you do want the drama in your life, you do want the adventure and the excitement and, and people of all different types, just realize that's a choice, right? Not everybody's going to choose the peaceful, quiet life that I have. That's fine. You're in the driver's seat though. Yeah, and then also, like, you know, someone like me who happen to overwork, you know, people, you know, work really hard, long hours. You can you can also change yourself uh, more, what you're going to call it, put yourself in the center, you know, um, especially when you finish whatever you wanted to do, the big task for a day. Let's say everybody else in the office is working. I always thought the Japanese culture is stupid that they're gonna stay because everybody else is staying. I'm the first one who's gonna leave because I got nothing else to do today. So I rather wanna go home. I can still work if I wanted to, but I go home. I'm not gonna stay just because it's gonna make me look bad. I don't give a fuck about that. So <laughs> that's another thing. Um, you know, um, you can see yourself that you have changed, right? I used to be the kind of person who kind of stayed in order to fit in, you know, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I don't do that anymore, no matter where I am. Because when you are not happy, you know, if you sacrifice yourself to fitting yourself into organization or culture or whatever, and then when you are sacrificing your time, your energy, your happiness, whatever, just in order to make yourself fitting in, you're cutting yourself short. Yeah. Because you can keep on going that. Some people keep on going, but I bet that person not going to live long. I know, right? I was thinking that. You know, eventually they're going to have like some kind of physical difficulties or emotional difficulties or both. And something eventually is going to force them out of it because they're not really enjoying what they're doing. You know, if you're, if you're enjoying what you're doing, you can go on and on. And sometimes you even forget to eat or whatever, because you're enjoying it and time seems to stand still. But uh, like you said, if you've got the grindstone on and it's just tedious and, you know, eventually your body's going to let you know, this isn't, this isn't for us. We need to stop doing this. Yeah, because I do talk to the client, like, you know, want to have a different kind of 
Korea, which is different from what they have been doing, they have been doing this Korea because of the paycheck, you know? Yeah. And then um, because it makes a good money or whatever, right? Or for the family or whatever the reason. And then that is very taxing you. You know, you physically, emotionally, everything. I've been through that too. And then, you know, uh, when you're doing a job instead of work, right? Um, something you have to do. No matter how much you kind of like it, but if your job is not something like, oh, I don't mind doing this even though I don't get paid, and then I seriously enjoy working whatever the thing for 12 hours or 16 hours because I seriously love this. Unless most of people don't have this kind of job. They, they have a job they don't mind, they are good at it, they kind of like it because of paycheck they stay, right? Mm. And then when you started feeling exhausted and then you have nothing else to do at work, I would seriously suggest to leave as soon as possible for that day because you finish your task. Yeah, I mean, we still live kind of in a, you know, the regulated uh, work environments where it's from this time to this time and you stay regardless, but, you know, and and not everybody can make a career shift, although it's interesting, the um, average person in my father's time, which he was uh, born in 1935, I know it seems like forever ago, but he'd have been 87 uh, on Thursday. So they would get into and maybe have one job change their whole life. You know, in mm-hmm. other words, so you start in this place and then you end up working in this place and you stay there till you're retired. Nowadays, it's, you know, the, the industry, any industry's average is, you know, a job change every couple of years, which was unheard of in my father's time. So I think people are starting to realize that, um, you know, the expectation is no longer you're going to get into this job and stay there forever. So if you start getting that itch, like Eric is talking about, um, start looking at how your skills can translate into something else, but something else that you might really enjoy doing if this thing has gotten old. Um, Because we're not our parents' workforce anymore. Okay. Mm -hmm. We still have to work to make a living to pay the bills unless you're independently wealthy, which if you are, I'm really happy for you and I'm working for it, but (laughs) you know, I'm not there yet. So most of us have to pay our bills, but we can shift to um, ideas and and doing things that we would really enjoy. As a matter of fact, I'll give you an example. I have a friend who um, was a nurse for many, 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 many years And uh, she decided to, and I'm not being political here, I'm just telling the story. She opted out of getting um, the shots because she personally didn't agree with it. And um, so she lost her job and um, she's working in a uh, a cultural um, growing facility. I'm trying to think of what would be the actual term for it, but uh, growing, you know, planting, she's planting all day long. And 
even though she's used to hard work, um, you know, physical work, having been a nurse for so long, it's a different kind of work. And so she was really sore and she was tired and she was wondering, geez, you know, I was out of shape. I wonder if I can keep doing this. But then she started feeling stronger and stronger physically because she got used to the work, but she loves it. Now, I couldn't tell you whether she makes the same kind of money she did as a nurse or not, but I know she's really happy. And sometimes that's the break point. You know, you let go of this history that tells you, oh, well, if you don't make uh, this much a year, or if you haven't made this achievement, um, you know, all, all those historical societal fam familial stories that we heard about what we should be in life. But if we can break away from that history and go into what really gets us excited about going to work? Yes, we all have to pay our bills, but, you know, that doesn't mean you have to stay in a job that makes you want to shoot yourself every day when you come home. Yeah. And, uh, you know, those of you who needed to do that, you know, I would suggest to go home when you can and do something makes you feel fun. So you can kind of re-energize yourself after work so that's another reason you don't want to work long hours really um, yeah if you can avoid it because you know i remember when i was doing the uh you know movie shoot is like 12 to i don't do 16 hours because when you do 16 hours everybody's productivity goes significantly down so 12 yeah, hours is a maximum you can put people on over time, eight hours never finishing movie set. So 12 hours flew by because I enjoy doing it. But if somebody asked me to work 12 hours in any other kind of profession, I can't do it. Eight hours is the most because I don't enjoy anything else. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. as much. Yeah, it's like you said too, you know, there, I know we're talking to people who don't have a choice, you know, the economy that we're in, but as you said, um, if you're stuck and you, and you have to work the long hours, definitely work in time when you're not working to do something just for you, something that gets you excited, even if it's, you know, if it's reading a book or you know, whatever it happens to be, because there has to be some kind of spark in your life that allows you to feel joy. Mm -hmm. So you don't feel trapped. And then, and then that's when you can, you know, especially even meditation, if you're tired, that's a great thing to do is start visualizing the life you want to have. And then when you can take that step, you know, like Erica said, you know, one step, one foot in front of the other baby steps. Once you start walking towards the life that you want to have, um, there's a great Will Smith movie. I don't remember what it's called, but it was about a man who, um, I think he was selling insurance or something. And then he had his son and he was homeless, but even when he was staying at the homeless shelter, you know, he'd wash his clothes in the bathtub and he'd make sure, and he'd just get back out there and get back out there. And eventually he made it, you know, he, he, he did really well for himself, but he never gave up and he was exhausted. Um, but he knew that he could, and he imagined a different life for himself than where he was. Uh, really wish I could come up with that movie title, but anyway, it was a good one. And 
I think we all have that capacity. We forget sometimes how strong we are. Uh, but yeah. using the imagination and, and visualizing the kind of life you want to have and then move in, the, in that direction. But we got to let go of the history. Yeah. If we pigeonhole ourselves into an identity of who we are, I mean, realistically, and I'm speaking on the quantum now, we are moment to moment creating. There's no past. There's no future. There's only the moment. Okay. So even you know, trying to keep ourselves in the identity of our past is foolish because every single moment we're choosing it instead of it being chosen for us. You know, if we stay in the past, we're choosing it. Any given moment, we can make that change in that shift. Yeah, and every single timeline was shifting. So past timeline, especially when you worked on yourself really, really hard, you're completely different timeline. So why do you keep on repeating the storyline of who you are or this is what my life we is? You know, especially after Lion's Gate, you have opportunity to dump all of this stuff and have a completely new chapter. Um, I talked about this like two days ago that you, you're not feeling any change yet. Um, there's a time lag between energetically, like your energetic change versus something appear in your life, right? Um, I was thinking about my own life and then I had a crazy weekend that subway wasn't really moving. So it took me from point A to B, took me a whole hour Ugh. instead of 20 minutes, okay? Wow. And then it was extremely exhausting. But whole point is that was um Saturday. So what what, what day was that? Um, I think it was. Jesus, sixteenth, fifteenth, fourteenth, thirteenth. So thirteenth. So that's a day after Lionsgate, right? And I was thinking, oh, you know, like life supposed to be super new, and then everything goes so well now. But, yeah, what happened? <laughs> but stuff like that happened, like all this subway craziness. Every single subway line, like, oh, yeah, we, we skip this station, that kind of thing. On top of that, all different lines. So when something like that happened, what are you going to say to yourself? Like, oh, yeah, I'm repeating my uh, life, life again, like things doesn't go well. Or are you going to say to yourself, hey, this is a new life. A new life already has started, uh, but didn't show up yet. You know? Yeah, it's because we live in a lower density reality. I mean, yeah. Earth is so, a lower density, so it takes a little longer. Yeah, so you can tell that to yourself. I'm not saying be patient, but trust. When you decided to change or you want to change, trust that. Because you decided, you set your intention to the universe. Everybody heard your strong intention. So that's yeah. my tip. And they believe you have changed your life. And then let go of the story if you don't like whatever the stuff keep on repeating your patterns. Yeah. I just, you know, if, if I don't wake up in a positive mood, <laughs> this is my tip. <laughs> I think of the Danny Gokey song, New Day. If you've never mm -hmm. heard it, you guys listen to it. It's such a great song. 
I cannot be pissed or upset or sad and listen to that song. So I just play it for myself. But um, because New Day reminds me that we truly are in, in every moment creating. And so what it reminds me to say, what do I want to create? You know, do I want to go with this energy that I woke up with or this mood that came over me or do I want to acknowledge it and say, okay, that's, that's how I feel right now, but I'm not going to feel that way forever. And, and say, oh, in this moment I can choose to be happy and I can find 10 reasons for it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we can always decide to rely on our new life and Gnosis is a pretty good way to do that. So you can contact either of us to do that if you like. But next week, Sue and I are going to talk about a more interesting topic. And then we see you guys next Friday. Thank you. Please share, like, subscribe. And then we see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. All right, we've got seven minutes. I know you Thank you so much for listening. So soon I will come back next week. Bye.